Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of Buzz, the new chat variety podcast on the State Hornet Network. We're going to go round robin here. I am Robbie Pierce, your podcast editor. I'm Gary Singh, multimedia reporter. I am Dominic Vidiello, multimedia reporter. And I'm Max Connor, the editor-in-chief. And so now we are uploading this just a couple days before Thanksgiving. So much like our Halloween episode, that is going to be our topic for the day. We've got a couple different deep dive questions related to everybody's favorite or least favorite holiday. (laughs) So first question, Dom, you brought this up when we were having a conversation the other day. How often do you guys think everybody traveled home for Thanksgiving still? I mean, personally, I live away from home. I can... I'm in college in Sacramento. I live in Long Beach, California, and it's a six hour drive, only an hour plane flight, but it just is like, I've been here for so long now. It's like when I first started college, I'd always go back home, freshman, sophomore year, but it's now it's like, I have roots down. I have like, you think about it, it's kind of like I left my life back in Long Beach and I like, I started a new life out here. So it's like my whole adult life, responsibilities, everything's out here. So I don't really go back home, but you know, I do get those like, sad calls from my mom and then those like (laughs) like why don't you love me anymore and it's like no like i'm just working like i got stuff to do i i I could definitely relate because see i i only live like an hour hour and a half from home so my parents are like oh why aren't you visiting us like basically every weekend and it's like well i'm sorry i'm editor at a paper and up until very recently i was working retail it's like i can't unfortunately drop the ball to go visit home not to mention that the gas money and bridge tickets add up after a while you know (laughs) absolutely (laughs) but i I mean, I guess that's the nice thing where it's like I'm far enough that I have plausible deniability to not be visiting them every weekend, but I'm close enough that it's Absolutely. not really a pain to visit on, you know, holidays, birthdays, random random weekends off. What about you, Gary? Well, yeah, like I was telling you guys earlier, I live at home, but so like my parents see me all the time. But the funny thing is before pandemic, there was a time I feel like they used to be like, you live here. We don't even see you because literally my mom and dad, we have opposite schedules because I would have like class like late night. So, or like midday. So that by the time they go, they go to bed like nine o'clock. So by the time I'm home, like from the gym and everything, they used to be asleep. And then my mom, dad, they both used to go like at 6am. So and I used to wake up like at seven or eight. So like, it used to be crazy. Like, like you live here, but you feel like oh, my little brother goes to San Diego. We don't see you at all. So it's like, it's funny how Dom saying like, you're, parents are begging you to come back my parents were kind of begging me like we see where are you at in the house <laughs> my family had the the tricky we used to always do thanksgiving at my aunts in the bay area we as i got older because i'm by far the oldest person here and i have little kids myself now you start to get in this weird place where you're like what are you going to do for the holidays because it's not a you have a significant other and i don't know if any of you have experienced that yet where you you know you have someone you're with and suddenly the holidays come up and you have to say like, Oh, I'm actually going to go to her parents' house this year for Thanksgiving. And like, that does not go over well. Um, and so it didn't go over great in my family. When we got to the point where we were just like, my sister lives here in town and some of my other family do. And my sister's a great cook. Have you, so we just started doing Thanksgiving at her house. Like, have you ever had to do, where it's like on the same day you do Thanksgiving twice, so you oh, don't, like so you don't, so you don't hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we usually we do like five Christmases it seems a year because like I've got my parents are split up and then they've got family and then I've got step old stepkids and it's like it's a mess. So Christmas certainly is like Christmas week uh, with opening presents and it, it 
it's all over the place. Max, so do you get tired of that, or do you actually like like that? Because I don't know. I feel like if I would, if I was a kid, I'd be like, if I was a kid, like we got five Christmases, you know, having a blast. I'm seeing all different types of cousins and family. I'm assuming <laughs> at certain houses, but I bet yeah. you something like, man, like I just want to chill one spot. So how do you feel? Do you like it, or like does it get? Was it different from before and now? How was it? Christmas is Christmas is legit because I like I'd rather ha- honestly have it broken up to get to spend actual quality mm-hmm. time with with people. Our big Christmas is always a letdown because it's like thirty of us and people only hang out for three hours and I'm you know <laughs> I see some family that I don't that I see once a year and then I don't talk then I feel guilty. I'll say hello to my cousin and then he'll leave and I'll be like oh well I guess I'll I'll say hello a year from now. <laughs> you know? I'll see um, you in a year. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I like, you know, having it split up in smaller Christmases all over the place. So Thanksgiving's notorious, I think, for people, for family friction, uh, whether it be politics or whatever else. Do any of you have any good holiday blow up or awkward family stories? Hmm. That's a good one. I'm trying to think. I remember one time me and my brother, I think it was, at, I don't know if it was Thanksgiving, but me and my brother, brother like probably like the, like the youngest out of all our cousins so our older cousins you know we're kids you know we're into wwe during that time so we used to have <laughs> yes. had to do like on a trampoline we used to have like four or five of us like tag teaming you know like doing suplexes on the trampoline you know doing stuff we should not be doing and then uh one of the times my brother was really just getting they were all he's the smallest ones everyone just throwing him around everywhere and i was like I don't know. And then they, they ganged up on him and started uh, throwing, like, uh, what's it called? Like, silly string all over him. So, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I did a little older brother moment. And I was kind of a hothead as a kid. So, I started punching on my older cousins. So I just felt bad my little brother's getting ganged up on. And then it just turned to a little bit of a brawl out of all our cousins on a trampoline. So, it turned to, like, <laughs> WWE, but to, like, real life. We're like, oh, snap. And me and my brother are, like, youngest in one. So, we're using our speed, just running around in, like, the whole backyard, not trying to get caught by our four older cousins. So that was a little crazy, but you know, it's just like little cousin stuff. Like two hours later, we're back to playing 2K and playing basketball, you know? So have you ever had those like Thanksgiving or holidays where it's like, obviously people bring food and then there's always like, it felt like in my family, there was like that one aunt or uncle that would come and like try something and be like, "Mm, I can make that better. Like, mm." (laughs) and like, they always have something to critique, but like, they're just they never bring food. They just critique other people's food, but they're always like, <laughs> they're always like, Ooh, that one has a little too much salt. Like I could have done that better. Well, it's like, I mean, it's been three Thanksgivings and you're saying the same thing. Just bring it. <laughs> like, like you back your back it up, but they always bring a plate. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Chef Max, have you done that before? Critiquing other people's dishes? <laughs> no, but I did create our biggest Thanksgiving blowout when I brought the pies one year. Because my grandma always used to make the pies, and then she passed away. So I I just, I just decided to bring homemade pie um, and didn't tell anyone. Apparently it was a huge discretion. <laughs> and my grandpa bought Sarah Lee pie and brought it. And he was... A, he was a bit of a hothead. And so uh, when my aunt decided to serve my homemade pie and told him that they were not <laughs> going to serve his Sarah Lee pies, he lost his shit. <laughs> and my aunt and my grandpa ended up screaming at each other out in the street. And he left Thanksgiving early 
uh, because we didn't serve his pie and we served my homemade pie. <laughs> so that's a it was a good pie. Into, it, it was, was a good pie it was delicious. <laughs> yeah, it was delicious. I used my grandma's pumpkin pie recipe, and then I made you know apple pie with a like streusel top. Oh, amazing! Way better than Sarah Lee pie. Absolutely. <laughs> what What does the Thanksgiving meal look like at your guys' households? What do you usually have on the table? So is it a must real quick for everyone to have put ice cream on top of pie? So I feel like in my family, it's a must. You got to have vanilla ice cream top of apple pie or pumpkin pie. That's my to-go dish. I'm I mean, like, oh, that's my favorite dish at the table is a pie. See, <laughs> Dom? Yeah, I mean, I was like, what is he saying? Ice cream on pie? Like I was low-key kind of getting offended, but then you, specifi- <laughs> you specified apple pie, and I was like, you know what? No, I do that. Like apple pie and ice cream, but like I don't – I would never put ice cream on a pumpkin pie. Like you just got to do <laughs> whipped cream. Like that's it. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. whip. Yeah. Cool. whip. That's it. Cool. whip goes on pumpkin pie. Exactly. This is just turning into the pie etiquette. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Max has done it, but like when you have your bigger, like 30 person Thanksgivings, are you usually like a Turkey and a ham guy only Turkey? Like, do you mix up your proteins or do you not even do those type of proteins? Do you switch it up? Well, I mean, I'm pescatarian now. So that has made Thanksgiving a little bit more awkward. <laughs> gotcha. But my dad, my family's always been turkey on Thanksgiving, ham on Christmas, and then like ham and bean soup on New Year's. Yeah, that's actually exactly what my family does. We do turkey on, on uh, Thanksgiving and ham on Christmas. And our Thanksgiving was like, yeah, usually 20 plus people. So it seemed like a contest every year for my uncle the top the size bird he got the year before nah. right he just pull out this massive ridiculous bird and be like this bird's 37 pounds and they're like i don't think that's right but that you, thing is ridiculously enormous and do i don't want to know how they got it to be that big because uh, <laughs> it's not natural i don't want to know what that turkey looked like when it was alive or who was willing to kill regarding it you guys regarding <laughs> you guys as turkeys are you always traditional just in the oven have you ever deep fried have you done smoked it have you done anything else so is deep frying as dangerous as they say? Deep frying, my family's pretty, never attempted. It's pretty dangerous. You need to do it outside, and it needs to be one hundred percent thawed. Because if you drop it yeah. in that hot oil, and it there's still like water or anything, it'll it'll mess some stuff up. Yeah, but it's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. Is it worth the the jeopardy though? I mean, if you know how to do it, one hundred percent. If you don't, then just stay away from it. <laughs> I've heard it's amazing. I've never tried deep fried or like tasty. a smoked turkey. We've always just done in the oven. Yeah, my family's always different, guys. Like, there's been years where there's no turkey, there's no nothing. There's just literally, all right, you guys want some pizza, Chinese? Let's go. Let's you know, chill, relax, watch some football. <laughs> There's been times where like everyone's trying to like pitch in and make food, like make turkey and stuff like that. We really don't eat ham. We really mainly stick to like turkey and stuff. So turkey and like gravy and all that stuff. So we're a little weird. We always change it up depending on the year feeling and whose house and who's feeling to cook and who wants to clean after. It all depends on those things, really, <laughs> to be honest. But like once you get that plate in your hand, what is the first dish you're going to get? Green bean casserole. I know this is a controversial decision. No, it's not controversial. <laughs> green bean casserole is the go-to. That is number one. Green bean casserole is amazing. That sounds Gary good. Max? I'm all about the stuffing, but I 
am very finicky with stuffing is the problem. Stuffing is one of the things you mentioned people complaining. Like, I'm definitely a stuffing complainer. I don't like any dried fruit in there. I don't like pine nuts in there. Uh, I actually like very simple and probably not very sophisticated, like cornbread and cheesy stuffing is the kind of stuffing I like. And that's that's the first thing I go to. That's what I eat the most of for sure. I'm just imagining Max taking a bite of someone's stuffing and it just has like the faintest whiff of like cinnamon and he just Gordon Ramsay's it. <laughs> like, like knocks it off the table. Cranberries in here? What is this? And just starts throwing it at people like, no, no berries in my stuffing. Max, because you brought up stuffing. Are you a stuffing from the bird kind of guy or just stovetop? Like, do you prefer either one? I'd rather have it just, yeah. But I don't really like stuffing in the bird. Gotcha. Personally, gotcha. It's, too, yeah. it's it's like too mushy. Interesting how that evolved to not actually be stuffing anymore. But we can't <laughs> right? exactly call it aged bread pudding thing. Yeah, <laughs> stale croutons that we rehydrated with chicken noodle soup, basically. Astronaut croutons. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I feel like the person like out of place because I like I don't even know like what's regular like table supposed to be like for Thanksgiving. Like soon as Max said cornbread, like yep. That's probably the one I get because I was like, I was like, is that even part of Thanksgiving? Or am I going to be saying something weird again? That's not even a part of Thanksgiving. <laughs> like I'm just like some out of pocket. Yeah, from something left field. that like my family just like, oh, we just feel like doing this this year. Well, everyone has hard boiled eggs at Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, something like, I don't even know. So I was like, thank God. So cornbread, yeah, if cornbread's on the table, I like that. Like I said already, I like my pie, to be honest with you. I'm a dessert type person. Wherever the dessert is for the night, let me get to that. What's your Thanksgiving food you, you all hate? If there is one thing you're just like this. Cranberry no sauce. Not <laughs> cranberry <laughs> sauce, but like cranberry jam or like like – my family does that, and then they'll have like next to it, it's literally just like the canned beet that they just slice, and it's like, no. Right. No, get that off my table. <laughs> like this is disgusting. <laughs> Then why is it needed? All right. Well, I agree with you that beets are kind of gross, but how are you? Granberry sauce is like one of the best parts of the meal. I don't know. It's just like Max with fruit. Like, why? Like, I don't like fruit in this. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Admittedly, cranberry sauce, like, it, that's probably my equivalent for stuffing is that it has to be like done right. Like, when you eat into cranberry sauce, like, I don't want it to be cloyingly sweet. I don't want it to be, you know, oh, it's randomly orange flavored this time. <laughs> It just wants to be a little bit tart. Everything on my plate usually looks good to me. I just eat it. (laughs) It usually looks good to me, and I just eat it, to be honest with you. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, I think the funny thing about Thanksgiving for me is it's just kind of like the ultimate food holiday, and yet I like everything fine on Thanksgiving, but none of it even comes close to my favorite foods. So, you know. The Thanksgiving plate to me is like, I mean, I usually eat two of them because that's what I do, but yeah. I'm also never like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Some people, Thanksgiving is the best thing ever, and it's not for me. Although, this is one of the other reasons, if I'm completely candid, why we stopped going to my aunt's. Wasn't just driving there, but we don't get any leftovers. And no Thanksgiving leftovers nope. is brutal because if you can't make the sandwiches for the next week, then. You can't What's make the, the moist maker. That's my <laughs> yes, that's, and that's my favorite part. I do full blown. I do everything. I get it cold, and then I do toasted sourdough, and I do a layer of mashed potatoes. I do cranberry sauce. I do a layer of stuffing packed on there, and turkey. And then you take the gravy that's cold and spread it on like a thick, uh, a thick spread, and then ah. toast it with mayonnaise and mustard. And 
it's the best sandwich ever. It all of it, phenomenal. which is funny because I'm kind of like you, Robbie. I don't really like it all together on the plate, but put it in between two pieces of bread, <laughs> and I want it all in there, and it's amazing. I don't know what it is, but there, there's definitely something about like yes, the food is delicious the night of Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving leftovers, it's just another level because like they're just phenomenal. I love leftovers, it, but like, <laughs> give me Christmas leftovers. No, I've honestly, after saying that, I've never said that before in my life. What is Christmas leftovers? No, <laughs> Thanksgiving leftovers are a thing and they're delicious. It's amazing. Yeah. I want Okay, so I want to move along because we're getting kind of close to time because the one final topic that I think we all want to hit is holiday music. Because even though this is the Thanksgiving episode, with the way retail works nowadays, like the day after Thanksgiving, we get, you know, 120 decibel Mariah Carey ear assault in all shops everywhere <laughs> what's everybody's favorite and least favorite holiday songs i'm over here searching up the songs because i don't even know like <laughs> so no like, off the top of my head i'm not good at those christmas songs but like robbie said like mariah carey soon he said i'm like that's the one like there's i know i don't know the same of the song but i know that song's playing when i'm walking through Arden fair mall or something like that like and i want i want to make it clear it's a great song but when you work retail it's just I can't. I can't deal with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I will say, and I'm more than positive nobody has heard this song before. It's my favorite Christmas song, and it's called Dominic the Donkey. I know that one. I know that one 100. <laughs> percent I was literally about to guess that. It is a great song, Dominic the Donkey. Look it up. <laughs> okay. No. I. I. The only reason I know that song is because. So when I was like. When I was like a young teenager, the first job I had was refereeing soccer. Yeah. And because I, my dad refereed soccer and then he got me into it because he was like, hey, you know, you can referee soccer starting at like age 15. It's some good pocket money. And the guy that I don't want to say like ringleader, but the guy <laughs> that organized all the like ref associations in our area was this like super old, super nice Italian guy named Bob. And he would literally play that song full blast yep. at every like it's, holiday function for the refs. It's an Italian. And, me and my dad just song. thought it was so funny that we brought it home. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. I'm going to have to check it out. I don't think I've heard it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Send me the link, Dom. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'll look the, it up the, right the now. The whole premise of the song is that Santa can't make it across the Italian Alps. So he has to call in backup. Dominic, the Christmas donkey. <laughs> Um, I, I like a lot of the classic, I like Christmas music, um, probably cause I haven't worked retail for a long time, but I mean, I like white Christmas and, mm -hmm. uh, that might be, that might be my favorite classic song. Funnily enough, the Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you is unequivocally maybe my least favorite song period of all time. I cannot Whoa. stand <laughs> that song. Whoa. I don't know why, but I, I. I don't know. It drives me. I that's the one. Just like I automatically, I'm like, nope. I turn it off right away. No shade, I'm right, Carrie. Please. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> walking into the newsroom last year, and people were playing that song on like October twentieth. <laughs> that's way too early. Wow. Yeah. What's funny is Feliz Navidad. That was a good one. I always love at the very beginning of Christmas season, and then by the time Christmas comes along, I'm like, I cannot, I cannot hear this song again but the first like two times i hear it i'm like yes this is a jam and then two weeks by later, time like, number this, this song is know, awful by time 17 exactly <laughs> like no i can't do this personally like christmas is my favorite holiday like i get down on christmas i love christmas 
I mean, so I love most of Christmas songs. There's obviously certain songs that like you can I wouldn't say listen on repeat because you know <laughs> like I don't I'm not saying I'm sitting here listening to Christmas songs on repeat, but Michael Bublé, ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I worked in a restaurant, just like how Robbie said he worked for retail, and like we had the same Pandora Christmas station on repeat, and it's like. I didn't really mind it. Like, it wasn't too bad. My, my favorite Christmas music, like, hands down, has got to be Wham! Last Christmas. That's that's my underdog pick. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys' favorite Christmas movies since we're on the entertainment of Christmas? Does everyone here classify Die Hard as a Christmas oh. movie? Does everyone here... <laughs> okay, I, that hey, joke was funny. No, no, that no. Jo- that joke is my Felice Navidad. It was really funny the first three times. <laughs> it's controversial, <laughs> so I just have to ask. I say no. I mean, I get that it like took place at Christmas time, but I, to me, a Christmas movie is: Am I only going to watch it in the Christmas season? And I'll watch Die Hard. Yeah, correct. In July, right? I I love all the Santa Claus movies. All the Santa Claus movies yep. are amazing. The the Tim Allen one. Yes, I love him. He's amazing. He plays it great. We we can't go away from this pod without mentioning one movie because I just searched it up. And as soon as I seen, it, I just turned off my phone. <laughs> I didn't even look at no other movies. Home Alone has to be probably my favorite Christmas yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. You could pick one, two, or three, whatever you want to pick. All of them are great to me. So uh, we got to say that one at least before we leave. But, yeah, Christmas, the ones you said right now, Dom, yeah, I like, I like those too. Nah, the Home Alones are – those are great. Home Alone, it might – yeah, it's probably my favorite. I mean, I still – I can just – close my eyes and picture when he puts the tarantula on Daniel Stern's face <laughs> oh, absolutely. in the hallway and Daniel Stern screams the funniest scream See, maybe in any movie Home Alone, and then Joe Pesci hit, then he hits Joe Pesci with the crowbar mm-hmm. yeah like Home Alone definitely left some like scenes like etched into my like head like yeah the one because like how Max just pointed out that one scene the other scene that gets me is when they're walking up from the basement and there's like tar on the steps and he steps on the nail and like it just goes into his foot that is traumatizing to me like that i remember (laughs) that scene no matter what see i feel like for me with christmas movies like obviously home alone is great but i feel like if i'm like at like a, a christmas time party like with friends because if, if i'm with family we'll watch like an actual christmas movie like home alone but if i'm with friends uh we'll put on like just some like old busted animated jank Christmas movie just to laugh at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, have you guys seen, have any of you guys seen the cartoon movie from like 2003, I think based off grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah. The one with Adam song. Sandler, the animated one with Adam Sandler. Is Adam Sandler in that movie? I think it's, if, if it's the animated one, that's oh, Adam Sandler. God. Yeah. I uh, know. Since oh. you guys have been talking about home alone, like scenes now I'm started thinking too. Now I was like the, my one scene I just like popped into my mind, like real quick was like the home alone three that at the end when he has like the fake gun, he's like caught when he's going to save the grandma. And he like, he said like, Oof. he has like the fake gun and he's like putting out his face and like just scares him. He runs off and he has like bubbles in there. I was like, Oh yeah. Good for the move <laughs> right there. Home alone was great. <laughs> I feel like for me, it's the scene where he uses the TV tape, to scare uh-huh. off Tim Curry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's uh, Home Alone yeah, ahead of its time. Watch it again. <laughs> ahead of its time. <laughs> it is. It, hold, it holds up 100% still. Regarding, like, Christmas movies, are you guys big Hallmark movie watchers? My mom no. is. My, yeah. I'm, I'm not. My mom, I can't say I am. My mom definitely got me into it, but 
going back to the start when we were talking about going home for holidays, my mom pulls the thing and it's like, the DVR is full of like Hallmark Christmas movies. Like I saved them for you. And it's like, mom, stop. Like <laughs> you can't be holding DVR space over my head. Like what? <laughs> I recorded this already. You're going to watch it. That's right. Yeah. What am I going to do with these? <laughs> I mean, not watch them. Come on, mom. <laughs> All right, and I, I think we're just about at time. So for everybody in the audience, thank you for watching. Until next time, please stay safe, and we will be back. New set of guests, new set of topics. Give a listen to everything else coming out on the State Hornet Podcast Network this week and beyond. Thank you. Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic The cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey